This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. KYW Original Podcasts. Repurposing your leftover Halloween candy. Sometimes gum traps tend to get hard as they sit around. And sometimes that might happen because you have leftover Halloween candy and you don't really want to eat it right away. Gum traps are not usually the most favorite candy. Well, Halloween is over and you have a big bag of candy, or maybe you have several bags left over after the big event. But what do you do with it all besides eat it? Let's be honest here there are some chocolates and candies that will get eaten right away. But what do you do with the rest? The stuff that ends up at the bottom of your bag? I know I'm making it sound pretty bad, but it's not that bad. I spoke with baker Bonnie Serrana, who brilliantly spelled out four creative cake and cookie recipes. And if you're feeling adventurous in the kitchen, you might even want to give one or all four of these a try. So stick with me and let me introduce you to Bonnie. This is a podcast about food in and around Philadelphia. That's a quick, delicious, flavorful bite. It was really hard for me to get into it. Stories from behind the kitchen. This is a wood-burning oven from Italy. It is intense. And hear about quirky stuff, too. Eat a pint of ice cream as quickly as you can, and then resume the 5K. This is What's Cooking on KYW. I'm Hadas Kuznets at 1611 East Pashank Avenue with Bonnie Serrana in her bakery, which is Vanilla. This is a bakery with global influences inspired by her Turkish roots. She came here in 1980. And before we get into the crux of what we're talking about, which is how to repurpose your Halloween candy, I just want to talk a little bit about some of the goodies that you have. I love that you're inspired by your Turkish background. Yeah. So when I first started, I started making things that were very classical, things that I learned in culinary school. And little by little, I'm starting to add a little bit of Mediterranean influences in each of the things that I make. So for instance, we'll add feta cheese to some of our hand pies and spinach. And we have a customer who is of Colombian descent and she misses having her guava and cheese hand pies. So we created one specially for her and it's been on the menu for three years. It sells, so we haven't taken it off. And you were telling me you you work with your mom in coming up with some of the classics from your childhood? Mm -hmm. So because I was born there and have lived here for most of my life, a lot of the recipes that I have are coming straight from my mom. And if my mom doesn't have a recipe, she'll call one of her friends and we'll get something. We'll try it. We'll test it out and try to make it as authentic as possible. And once it passes both of our tests, it ends up on the menu here. That must have brought you closer with your mom. It has. It has. It's funny you ask that because just last week we were talking to each other and we said that we're living our best lives together because we've now bonded over so many different things, baking and cooking. And I have two children. So her being a grandmom and supporting me as a mom, a working mom has brought us so much closer. Oh my God. It's amazing what food and children and culture can do to relationships. Absolutely. 
Okay, so now that we're here in the bakery, this is the month of all things candy and chocolate. First of all, what are you dressing up as? What are the kids dressing up as? Uh, we're a family of M&Ms. How funny, right? <laughs> we're talking about candy today. I love it. Okay, so by the time this airs, Halloween will be over and people will have either stacks of candy or their kids will have stacks of candy and you got to do something with that candy or you could just eat it all so you have a couple of categories here for us right so we make custom cakes here and the first idea i have comes from that it's called a surprise inside cake and you've probably seen a lot of videos online where people are cutting into cakes and the middle is filled with candies well what a better thing to do than to take all of your hard candies mix them with some sprinkles fill the middle of your cake and create a surprise inside cake for anybody in your family so you're saying hard candies like candies like sweet tarts and lemon heads the plenty candies anything that's kind of like the size of your pinky because you don't really want to put anything too big in there so this goes well in cakes inside the cake you create a tunnel inside of the cake and then ice the top close and once you cut a slice in the candies will all come falling out and it's a surprise inside cake so wait so how do you cut a tunnel in the cake so if you're baking a cake Mm -hmm. So what you do is you get a two-inch circle cutter and cut a small round piece from the center of the cake. As you're icing your cake, you fill the cavity with candies. Put another piece of cake on top, put some buttercream, fill the hole again. And once you get to the top, you can close the hole off by just putting some buttercream on there. And it closes it up and no one knows what's inside until you cut the cake. So you're saying like you just kind of put a tube in? Mm -hmm. Straight up and down. And then when you cut it open, there's all of this candy that falls out. So the kids and your family can enjoy the candies and also enjoy the cake. So it's great for a birthday, a celebration. I've actually um, made these for gender reveal cakes where we'll put different colored candies in the middle. And it'll surprise the mom and dad. Yeah. about what the gender of the, f- the the baby is. You're making a face because you're like, or the dad and the dad, or the mom and the mom, whoever the parents are, right? Absolutely. You're very inclusive here. Yes. That sounds like a pinata cake or something. It is. It is, but you can really eat a piece of cake. You take the spatula and it just like... Candies everywhere? Candies everywhere. I love it. Okay, you got a couple more. So you're you're really kind of dividing this into different types of candies that you can use. So the first so basically like every kid does, you're telling them separate your candy into different types and categories. And what kid doesn't do that anyway? Right? Well, my kids, they eat everything. <laughs> very young that's why (laughs) all right let's go on to the next um the next idea i have is for chocolate like candies so it could be twix snickers heath bars and the idea comes from a simple no-bake cheesecake you cut up your candies into bite-sized pieces make your no-bake cheesecake mixture fold in the chocolate bits of candy and put it into a pan freeze it cut it and eat it Wait, so what's the no-bake mixture? So it's made with sugar, cream cheese, and some heavy cream that's whipped up. So it's light and airy, and it doesn't have eggs. So if anybody has an egg allergy, this is a perfect cheesecake for them. Wait, so tell me again. Sugar, cream cheese? And whipped cream. 
So you just mix that all together. Mm-hmm. And there's plenty of recipes online that you could look up to see what the ratios are. Um, the only thing is that you do have to put it inside of the fridge or freezer for a little bit of time for it to set. So this way it's easy for you to cut. And having the little chocolate pieces in there will help you create some sort of structure for your no-bake cheesecake as well. Do you have to have like a form-fitting pan, like a bunt cake or... Um, a spring form pan probably works the best. You could also use a regular cake pan if you don't have one of those. And the idea is make sure you freeze it and then take it out of the freezer, create a little bit of a warm bath of water, just like how you would unmold a jello mold. Just let it sit in there for a little bit, move it around, and then flip it upside down. And then the bottom will be your top. And then you can dress the top with dolce de leche. You can dress it with caramel, fruit, and cut it into slices and serve. They've got all kinds of like Heath bars and Reese's. I'll enjoy. Who are we kidding? We're eating those Reese's peanut butter cups. No one's going to have any leftover. Absolutely. What's your favorite candy? I love Twix bars. Mm. I'm not a big chocolate person, but I love Twix bars. And what are the kids like? The kids love anything that's gummy related right now. My kids are three and six, so they love anything chewy, anything that's going to get in their teeth. (laughs) Right. Anything that you're like, that's kind of bad for you. Exactly. The dentist says, eat chocolate, don't eat gummies. They love gummies. And you've got some gummy recipes, right? Yes. So the next idea is for gumdrops. Sometimes gumdrops tend to get hard as they sit around. And sometimes that might happen because you have leftover Halloween candy and you don't really want to eat it right away. Gumdrops are not usually the most favorite candy all around for Halloween. Um, The next idea is to take these gumdrops, put them into the microwave in 15 second intervals, get them really soft. You're going to need some regular sugar and a small rolling pin and a piece of, let's say, parchment paper or aluminum foil if you don't have any parchment paper at home. And you would take these soft gumdrops, put a little bit of sugar on top, and start rolling them. Basically, your sugar is acting like a flower. A little bit of a barrier between your rolling pin and the sticky candy, so you can flatten it out. You can shape these into little petals like roses. You just roll them up. So you take one round, you create a round with one gumdrop, roll it out, twirl it like the bud of a rose, make a little bud, take another round, wrap it around the bud, and just keep going until you have whatever size rose you want. These are great additions for the top of cupcakes. Oh. Yep. Or the tops of the cakes that you just made. Exactly. They could act as decorations for your surprise inside cake. (laughs) And you've got another cake too with other kinds of candies? Um, Oh, sorry, cookies cookies. So the next idea is for your hard candies. Any sort of hard candy or lollipop. The idea is to separate, get your kids to do this, separate the hard candies by color. Then you are going to bake some cookies. Cookies that have shapes cut out of them. And the best example would be a snowflake. So bake some cookies that are snowflakes. Crush your hard candies. I would do it with either like a mallet or a hammer, maybe put it inside of a Ziploc bag so you can contain them. It could get as small as like a dusty piece of candy or as as small as, um, I would say, like a quarter of an inch jagged edged piece. Bake your cookies. You now have these openings in the snowflakes. You would fill these cavities with the hard candies. Put these cookies back in the oven, these baked cookies, not the raw cookies, and have those hard candies melt. As soon as they melt, take them out, 
let your cookies cool completely and then use a spatula to take them off and they'll have this beautiful stained glass look. Wow. And these are stained glass cookies? Stained glass cookies. Wow. So basically the candies are like glass. Mm Mm-hmm. They look like glass and they taste like sugar. The best kind. (laughs) Exactly. What do you love best about Halloween? I love the joy that it brings to my kids. And it takes a lot of timing and effort to orchestrate their costume picks. Some years it's easy and some years it's like, Mommy, I don't like anything that's online. Can you make me a costume? And do you? I do, but I also run a business. So (laughs) this is what I do at nighttime when I come home. Oh my goodness. And this year, because we're all M&Ms, I've already made half of the costumes and I just have to finish the other two. I have to sit and cut out M's. Oh Oh my goodness. All right, what's better, the costumes, getting dressed up, or the candy? The candy. <laughs> you do it for the candy. I do it for the candy. I love the candy. I love the day after um, Halloween because my husband and I will go through and pick the ones that we like after they've gone to sleep. And in the morning, they'll look in there and they'll say, hmm, is something missing? Nope. Nothing's missing. Because <laughs> you don't take it all. Just the, I don't take it all. Just no. a little skim off the just top. Just a little skim off the top. You know they call that. The tax. <laughs> Is that the parent tax? Oh, I didn't know that. I like that idea. How long does your candy usually last? Well, chocolate has a tendency to what they call bloom. And that means that if it's in extreme heat conditions, meaning either too cold or too warm. So if you keep your chocolate in an area that's constantly about 70 degrees, your chocolate will pretty much look the same as it did let's say, a month ago. The thing to take into consideration is that some of the cookies have nuts in them, so you don't want to keep them around for too long because then the nuts will go bad. So how long after Halloween should you repurpose your candy versus throw it away? I personally think that hard candy doesn't really go bad. I don't know. I'm not an expert, but that one keeps for a long time. So I bet that during the winter season when you're looking to make some snowflake cookies, they will probably still be good in December, January, or February. So that's a good time to raid what wasn't eaten from the Halloween bag. Exactly. And the gumdrops, I I think that those probably have a very good shelf life too. So I'm going to say, I haven't tried this, but they might actually even last till Mother's Day if you wanted to make some roses for the top of your cupcake. That long? I would say it'd be fine because you're putting them inside the microwave to soften them up. But I haven't tried, so maybe I should try and then I'll get back to you guys. <laughs> All right, some creative ways to repurpose your Halloween candy. Bonnie Serrana with Vanilla here at 1611 East Pashonk Avenue. This is a bakery with global influences. Thank you so much, Bonnie. Thank you very much. And happy Halloween. I know, I'm so excited. Thank you. That's it for this episode of What's Cooking on KYW. You can follow the show and get other delicious tidbits on Instagram at foodinthe215. And follow me on Twitter and Facebook for more news and insights at Hadas Kuznets. If you have a food tip or feedback about the show, reach out. And please take a moment to help us by rating and reviewing the show on iTunes. It helps us to keep making the podcast and get it to new listeners. I'm Hadas Kuznets, and that's What's Cooking. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.